Welcome back on Hardcore Points of View. Got the host, my brother Josh, on the phone. On the line. Um, yeah, so uh, like you were saying, man, um, the, the images, the, the image that we see nowadays, you know, um, you know, as uh, growing up, as as growing up, and as now, I'm 45. You know, I'm a reformed man. You know, I I denounce all street life, black behavior all gang member, all that stuff. I denounce all that because I know what it does. I know what I've been there. I've been down that line. I've been down that lane. You know, we glorify it. People who glorify it, but like you said, they don't tell the real side of it. They don't tell when you're in jail, when you're getting stabbed or you... I, I didn't see a dude get killed right in front of me. I watched the dude come out his cell. He was arguing with another dude. He came out of his cell and the dude crept up to him. He didn't even see it and stabbed him in his neck. He was laying right on the floor, eyes shaking, shaking with his eyes in the back of his head. I didn't see, we, we, I see these people get online, they glorify. I see people, even when I hear people talking, you know, like when I, when I see grown men talking and, and conversate, I sit there, you know, it's like, us black men, a lot of our black men, especially older dudes, it's like people from the hood, it's like they don't have nothing else to talk about but Rikers Island, going to jail, doing daytime, on the block, in a club, pushing crack, um, busting guns. They don't have nothing other than anything else productive to talk about. You ask a person, okay, oh, okay, well, so what did you learn from this program or this program? They don't even know what you're talking about, you know. And and this is this this is this is a whole big problem why white supremacy stay in control. This is how they stay in power. Right. They stay in power because if you keep the older dudes ignorant and the older women ignorant, they're gonna pass it off to their offspring. You ever heard the saying, "A man is an individual, but a woman is a potential nation." So, if you get rid of the man, right. yes, if you get rid of the man, you get rid of the man, the woman is going to conform any way you want her to conform because she don't have no rock. She don't, if, if, if you get rid of black men that's in the household, you take him away, you kill him or struggle him out on drugs or put him in a penitentiary. The woman ain't going, she's not, the first thing that woman's gonna do is she's gonna think livelihood. She needs to provide for her babies, which she yep. should. Yep. She's she's gonna go with whatever conform because the way she's looking at it is a mother's instinct. She gotta take care of her offspring. Yep. A lot of men, they don't look at it like that. A lot of us, a lot of black men that come from where we come from, they don't look at it like that. They look at it as 
we gotta go get that money. I need money. I gotta take care of my family. My our father thought the same way, but he ain't take care of his family. He ain't thought I'm chasing that money. I'm gonna get that money. He went and got that money. But what did he do? What did he do? Me, my brother, my sisters, my other brothers. We have brothers all around the place that we not even associate. We don't even socialize with each other. We don't right. even know. We don't even know who the hell they are. And that's that. That that is a damaging. Yeah, that's cause, damaging. Because what, like, what they say though? Like, I mean, you you only as strong as your village, bro. You know what I'm saying? So by us all basically uniting as a family, that's that's that creates a lot of generational wealth ideas that bring so much to the table. And you gotta think we being shorted. We being really short. We getting a short end of the stick. We we we've been robbed, we've been robbed all our lives because when sure. when I came up there, when I came up there, even when we went when we met we met both our aunts. One of our aunts accepted us, but the other one, the other told one said, uh, the, uh, "No, she ain't tell us to leave." She said, "She said, the, she said, she ain't say nothing to me. She act like she was cool with me, but she told, um, you know, our other aunt. I ain't gonna say name, but she told her, you know, she ain't want nothing to do with me." All right, cool, granny. All right, I don't know you. Never knew you. I know the story what happened, but hey, cool. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm like, cool. Like, like you don't want nothing to do with me? Hey, cool. Bye. I don't, have, I don't need to have nothing to do with you. And just you know think about that, though. They live here in Columbus, bro. And I I don't I don't know no names. I, I mean, I know vaguely some of the names of, 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 like, family members and stuff. But they literally live in the same city with like the same city, and I don't speak to them at all. Like they probably don't know; they only know me as what they consider what Junebug's kid. But what did that come from? What that come from? That comes from, like black men always say, "I'm outside. I'm yep. in these streets. I get busy." When you put yourself in a predicament where you put jeopardize your family, or you jeopardize your life or your freedom. A lot of these people, a lot, a lot of our people, they don't think. They don't think. We, I, I didn't think when I was young. You know what I'm saying? Even when I started having kids, I didn't think. I didn't think to that capacity. We ain't had, we ain't had nobody to think <clears throat> though, bro. Exactly. <laughs> I had to go through, I had to go through certain situations later on in life. Once I came home and started having kids, I had to go through certain situations in life to understand how important as a man that we supposed to stand. We're not supposed to be going to jail. We're not supposed to be abandoning our family. We're not supposed to be, you know, endangering our communities. We're supposed to be empowering our family, empowering our communities, empowering and bending into our kids, our yeah. kings and queens to show them. And we're supposed to set examples of how to build villages. We're not supposed to be setting examples you know, a, a, a kid, we, nowadays, people are, they're teaching a kid to praise a big niche instead of a a, 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 a Harvard PhD graduate. A black, black kids can graduate from Harvard and, and, and become doctors and surgeons. They, they get, big niche get more credit and more respect than a Harvard graduate. How is that possible? How a person 
that takes his life, whether he become a national guard or he he goes and become um, in law enforcement, he could become a law enforcement. He will get frowned upon and a dude who run around shooting and killing people in the community will get more respect than a person who's with a job and a career. This is what we teach our people in our communities. This is why we are so destroyed and damaged. Yeah. And, then, and then you have leaders. You have leaders. All right, all right. That sit there and perpetuate savage behavior. Because you got to think, well, what they they consider that. We we consider that cooning, but they consider that super cooning. And the reason why they call it super cooning is because you'll sell out your people for a dollar. And most people will because what happens is if you get somebody like the opposite, you know what I'm saying, will come out and tell you, well, what have they done for you? What what how well, how are they so impactful in your personal life? And not realizing that's your reflection. Just like we look at movies like uh, 12 Years of Slave, uh, Wakanda, you know what I'm saying? The Black Panther movie and stuff like that. We're trying to look for a, a black image, a black leadership where it puts us in a bright light. But see, when you got somebody who doesn't take a day off, a minute off, a second off, a dollar off, you got to think they're putting in that much work. I mean, we got to work 10 times harder to pretty much push the image that we're greater than what they say we are. The false image of slavery and all these things about us not being from America and coming here on boats and shit. Like just to get you to not even basically fight for the land that you stand on. Like... They don't want you to realize the, the greatness of who you are, where you come from. That way you can always be docile and always be illiterate to the fact of the matter is that we were royalty. You see what I'm saying? They have uh -huh. never let us have that image of royalty. They always want us to be the bottom feeders. That's but you know point. what? We 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 know we know that. And my thing is. We, we we always we we a lot of us that's woke we know that right but right. see I always tell people you can't keep yo we already know who the blame is that's no, why no. okay but that's look, why right now right now though listen bro right now the the blame is us you know what I'm saying we we can go to the the originator of the blame but the blame is us now like think that's about that's why it. that's why I'm the writing my book that's why I'm right. writing my book called and, Massive and Master's weapon of destruction, the nigger. And the reason why I say the nigger is I'm going to say this. And this is the saying in my book. And I had a debate with a brother. And I broke him down once, once he said it. We was having a debate about house nigger and a real nigger. So he was talking about, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yo, these house niggas, we need to get rid of these house niggas. And I said, yeah, we need to get rid of real niggas too. He said, well, we need to get rid of real niggas. I said, yo, um, what's the difference of a house nigga and a real nigga? This is deep. He said, a house nigga, a house nigga sell you, sell you out, excuse me for that. 
So house nigga sell you out. He give you up, sell you out to the master, to the crackers, real quick. Said, okay. I said, yeah, you're right. He said, look at all the crackers. Look at the. He started naming people like Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, all the rest of them in, in history and all that. I'm like, okay, cool, man. I said, so you don't think the real nigga is equal to them? Nah. He said, a real nigga is a, a, a nigga who handle his business and just do what he got to do. Whether he hustle in the streets and, you know what I mean, do what he got to do, he handle his business, take his family, and he don't sell his people out. I said, woo, that's deep what you just said, right? I said, because now you just open up a can. He said, what you mean by that? I said, because you said that the house, the nigga, is the worst and the real nigga ain't the worst, right? I said, I fed it different. He said, so go ahead. So what you mean by that? I said, the house nigga, yeah, the house nigga been selling us out for years to the slave master, to white man and all that. Yeah. Yeah, they been selling us out for years. Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, W.B. Du Bois, all of them. They've been doing W.B. Du Bois, went against Marcus Garvey, sold them out to the um to the, to the to the white man and made them deport him back to Jamaica, right? So let's go into history. I said, oh, well, cool, plenty, you right. The house nigga always sold out the, uh, the field nigga, right? I said, the house nigga, yeah. But what about the real nigga? I said, the real nigga, he ain't nothing real about him. I said, the real nigga, the house nigga sells us out to the white people. But the real nigga kill us for the white people. He said, how you figure? I said, drugs, guns. What do you, you think the white people put that? Why do you think the government put the guns and the drugs all throughout our community? You don't think they can't stop that shit? I said, you don't think they can stop all the murders that go on in all L.A., California, Chicago, New York, Texas, Florida, all over the globe. You don't think that they can't stop that? They can nip that in the butt just like that. I said, they put the crack in our in the drugs in our community because they know that's going to devour us. They're going to destroy us. They, I was, I read something and I watched something on, online where they said that crack, and it, it was written also, it's in a book where the doctor said it. Crack was created in a UCL lab, UCLA lab in 1971, it was called crack before it was even released on the streets in 1983. 1983, 1981, somewhere around there. So they already studied the domino effect of what it would do to a people. They had monkeys smoking it. If crack, they know crack in our and drugs in our community will destroy us and devour us. Now they put a, they put that in there. Then they throw the, put the guns in our communities because they now they know that listen. People ain't got jobs. We ain't giving y'all jobs. We ain't giving y'all. We ain't let y'all. We ain't taking our, our knee off y'all neck. So what we gonna do? We gonna just just let let y'all just kill each other. And what happened? Now you start showing certain things. People start gunning each other down, killing each other over money, corners, blocks, and all that. That's where it comes from. So I said, so you mean tell me the real nigga is better than the house nigga? He said, well. Um. Well, my, uh, yo, I'm a real nigga. I said so. A real nigga is the same thing as a house nigga. They both masses weapon of destruction. He uses both of them for destruction. So when you see, when I see brothers say call themselves niggas and they act like they in a hood, they in the streets and all that, I be saying to myself like, yo, he don't even understand the meaning of what he's saying. Right. The nigga word became so popular and so in hip hop 
that we call each other niggas all day long and it is it, 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 demeaning. It's sickening. And when they I see a lot it, of they even, put, they even put it in the dictionary though, bro. You see what I'm saying? And they call it the definition is an ignorant person. So we we glorify the fact that they were able to define the word nigger and then put a what's the name? And all we did was chop the ER off and put an A and made it like a, a term of endearment. Yep. Like like that. And we let, it, and we let everybody use it. And we let everybody say you yeah. let Spanish say nigga. You can't yeah. say you can't say spick. You let the Chinese say nigga. You can't sing ching. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 we let everybody you can, the Indians say nigga. You can't say uh, uh you can't make fun of them and say Bengal dad call them bangy mans and all that. It's 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 just like it's like we just let everything happen to us without even a fight. We sit there and it's like we we are so happy. We so happy with calling each other niggas and bitches. Our kids call each other niggas, banging. Our women, our young young girls, they growing up. They think everything going online, throwing their pussy online, their titties online, and twerking, and they think that's a a a. They think that they do that. They they lashing out. Most of these women are lashing out when they do that online. They lashing out. They don't know how to direct they direct they you know energy so they lash out because a lot of them you know they, they had no fathers. But I got Most I got something them. for that though. I got something for that. So basically, like I was saying about me, like just taking this back full circle when I said I struggled growing up with identity crisis, right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. That that in a in a broader perspective us as a community have an identity crisis. We, we're we not connected to nobody. We're the only people who had like 30, 40 different type of titles to label who we are. Like to the fact they named us after hair, bro. Like it doesn't make sense to be called Afro-American. Like I don't, nobody else had to go through this. Nobody had to figure out what is our original language? Where did we originally come from? Then they tap us in and say we're African, right? So then they said we're African-Americans and that wasn't established until the 80s. And then you're gonna basically run with that and you're gonna not, you're gonna say that we're this people, we belong to these people, but Africans don't even want us. So it just, it makes no sense to allow a people to degrade us to the point we don't even know who we are. So we chasing. That's why we conform so much. That's why we're able to be manipulated and switched around and twist and turn and pull left and right and up and down because we don't even know who we are. And think about this. The, 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 the worst thing that can happen to an individual is to lose your identity. It's like this. If a woman was dating you and she basically say, Sean, I don't like the way you dress. You'd be like, all right. She'd be like, you know what will make me happy? Go ahead and start wearing suits. You start rocking suits. Then she'd come at you again. Sean, I don't like the Let's take a break. Let's take a break real quick and we'll be all right. right back. No problem.
Welcome back to Hardcore Points of View. It's getting smoky up in here, man. Told you we giving it hardcore. Yes, All so, right, brother. So basically, just follow me with this. So what I was saying about the whole a female trying to dress you, telling you that your shoes, she don't like them, so now you change your shoes. Then she say, you know what? I wish you was light-skinned. Like, because I really don't fuck with dark-skinned guys. And you like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not changing that. And then she like, come on, if you love me, you will do it. If you love me, you'll do it. Like, you know what? You go to the doctor, you get your skin bleached. Then you go, and she be like, you know what? I ain't feeling your lips. You like, oh, come on, man. Like, you done done enough. Like, I ain't who you want me to be. You like, like, nah, nah, nah. You know, let me go ahead and go ahead and do that for me. And, and we'll, we'll be done. We'll, we'll. That's all I want, and you'll be the perfect man for me. And you're like, all right, fuck it. You go get your lips done. And then a week later, she be like, you know what? You ain't who the fuck I thought you was, right? Now you look at yourself in the mirror, and you don't even recognize yourself. You are not who the fuck you thought you was. You ain't, you're not moving the way you thought you was. You don't feel like you thought you felt. And now you're somebody totally the fuck different and you can't recognize no part of you. That's exactly what we are. That's exactly what's going on with our people. We have an identity crisis where we don't know who the fuck we is. So every day we wake up, point exactly with all these natural women that our moms grew up in, even though they might have grew up in a crack era or segregation or civil rights era or whatever they came out wearing suits women dressed up women had their hair natural they ain't wear too much chemicals on their face and all that now we got women walking around here looking like mummies puma cats barbies and thinking that's the image of beauty and they really looking kind of fucked up out here and they thinking they beautiful and they got all these other women thinking this is the standard of beauty and it's pushing men further the further the fuck away because we naturally gravitate towards natural beauty so now their identity is being compromised through society and it's causing them to have way more fucking anxiety depression insecurities and now they don't even know who the fuck they are when they look in the mirror. Half these women don't even want to come out the house until they feel some type of way. A woman won't even FaceTime you if she feel like her makeup's fucked up. Or she woke up and she's yep. like, this, this side of my face. So pretty much what's going on with us as melanated people, with black people, we have to come to terms with that we've been bamboozled, we've been pulled, We've been pushed and we are not who the fuck we need to be. And the only way that we're going to realize this shit with unity and by and us having this conversation, bro, this is at least pushing it 
forward to give people the understanding that motherfuckers ain't in the same boat as you. No, there's not everybody that said that they're woke. You know, you got this woke nation, this woke generation, or this woke group of people that say they woke, but then they're beefing with one another. Hey, yo, that, that, right, that, right there, that right there kills me. Like, you say you woke and you trying to help. I, yo, I be watching some of these dudes on you. Yeah, let me ask you a question. What you think about that? Um, I don't know if you watch YouTube, some of these dudes. Um, what you think about uh Hassan Campbell? That's the one. Um I know who that is. Um he he's 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 another another guy after a bag. Like it, it it's all about okay, okay. I'll put it to you like this. This this is what this is what I get from it. And I know I go a little deep with shit, but when when it comes to black image, right? Black male image or black image, period. You can compare it to politics because when politics, when you're dealing with the Democrats and the Republicans, anytime you're trying to get either party to sway or get the people to pretty much back the stronger party, you always have a smear campaign. So one thing about us as black people is we don't know how to give each other flowers. We more or less would dig up the dirt because the dirt is what gets attention. So because it gets a certain attention, that's what we have to run with. So a lot of people, like, they they thrive off of hurting other people. Like you said, hurt people hurt people. So Hassan Campbell always talks about how this and how that, and you know, he dealt with rape and and pretty much being prostituted out as a young teen and shit. And he tried to hold this hardcore ass image with big muscles and shit like that to pretty much deflect the fact that that little boy inside of him is cracked. And he's mm. fucked up. So That's he- that's the realest, that's the realest shit that I've heard. You hear me? And um, not to cut you, but you know what? I used to be a fan, I used to be a fan of Duke. I listened to him. And I used to like, I used to support him. I even donated to him before. Right. But then, see me, my thing is this, is that when I see that you keeping it a real and I and I, I like your vibe, your energy, yeah. I support you wholeheartedly. But yeah, once I see that, it. once I see the hip. Once I see you do a hypocrite move or I start seeing certain things that remind me of a hypocrite, I back up off you. And I, and I back because up off you. you like, because you can't, re- you can't resonate, nor can you fucking basically connect. So you understand, bro, like like I said, it, it's a... It's not that I can't resonate. It's, it's just that my thing is this status. When I see you talking... You know, us uniting and coming together. But then I see you over here talking about, yeah, yo, because when we was in the street, we had all the drugs pumping. I'm from this hood, yo. My hood give it up. Uh-uh. And, and then you say, yo, you know, I'm from with, with dudes busting their gun. You get your melon rocked around here. And then you talk about, yeah, this dude snitching here. This, this dude, this dude, this, yeah, he did this thing, yo, brother. Then you over here talking about, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we have to come together as a community, man. These people killing each other. Look how they killing each other. But in the same voice, you didn't represent how you smoking people, how y'all used to smoke people, and your hood is 
body count like crazy. I be sitting there, I'm like, who are these dudes? There's a lot of these dudes that, that be doing that, man. There's a lot of these dudes. I, I went back and forth with the dude. What, what's the Difficult, difficulties, technical difficulties, maybe so, so, I run a web uh, service. So yeah, but like I was saying, um, back with um, um, I had a little, I was going back and forth with King Erna. You know, um, these are the dudes that's online, and these are the dudes that got people attention. See what 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 we have to learn, and what I understand now is that you know, a lot of our people, we are, we are amused with, with ignorance. You know, we, we, we love ignorance. We love the ignorant conversation. We love the ignorant drama. We love so much drama. We love all that dramatic shit, man. We love all that. And that's why we stay down. That's why you got people like Hassan Campbell and, and King Erna and these dudes that send in mixed messages, you heard? Polite. Polite. Mr. Polite in trouble right now, like a motherfucker, right? Uh-huh. Allegedly. <laughs> These are supposed to be the so-called leaders that's trying to move the culture forward, but getting into some real ish because the true colors come out because you can't keep doing dirt, man, and not, and not basically pay your dues, man. That's what I'm saying. I, I respect the fact that a person like you understand you can't move forward without healing bro so you expressing yourself telling your truth basically writing your book and able to like write your wrongs is going to help you move forward and on top of that it's going to uplift that curse off of you so that your kids don't have to carry that but a See, lot i'm a different type of i'm a different type of person right See, one right. thing about one thing about me, the way I'm going is that, see, a person like me, I'm not out there like that. See, I'm not on YouTube. I'm not glorifying the street life. I ain't talking about selling drugs. I ain't busting this. I ain't doing that. I ain't talking the detrimental shit, the black genocide stuff. I'm not. I'm not glorifying the, the big niches and the, the rich porters. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going that route. That's not my route because I know what that route brought to me. I know what goes down that route. I know where you go with those routes. You go to the graveyard or you go to the penitentiary for the rest of your life where you ain't nothing but a number, where you shit in a cell the size of a bathroom. You shit in a cell the size of a walk-in closet with just a cell, a toilet. The toilet and the sink is built in. Built, the sink got the, the toilet bowl connected to it, right? You got your mirror. 
on a wall. You got your locker and you got your bed. You feel what I'm saying? You got your hard steel bed with, with bars. I know that's where it gets you for the rest of your life. Where after a couple of years, the people who big you up all the time, you're going to be a, a memory. You ain't even going to be a, a person that they glorify your name and say you was killing shit and you was selling all the drugs in the world and you was getting busy. But they will right. never come see you. You will never right. get a visit. You will just be another hood legend story. And when I see things like that, I'll I, I be like, yo, I try to stay away from that because that's not doing nothing for our people. Big enough, yeah. big Meech, big enough, this killer or that killer, King Vaughn. Look at King Vaughn. God bless the dead. He glorified killing people and all that. Look where he at now. Oh, yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing in life. You ain't going to walk on this earth and you ain't going to see consequences. So I don't talk that stuff. Like one of my homeboys told me, yo, what you got against drug dealers, man? Yo, yo, I don't, I don't judge nobody. You got to get money. They have to get money. No. So you got to get money at the expense of killing somebody else or destroying somebody else's family? So I'm supposed to accept that? No, so, you're destroying the community. You're destroying the village. You're glorifying it. We as a black people, we have to start shutting these platforms down, man. These yeah. platforms are killing us. All these YouTube platforms, all these dudes that go up there on these YouTube platforms, even dude Charleston White. You know, I think he's a, I, I, I think something wrong with him, and I think he's mis uneducated, as far as miseducated for his, his history. But a lot of the things that he said out of his mouth, when it comes to gangs and the nigga mentality, he's dead on right. Uh, yeah, he got that lock, but that comes from that part of that come that from that part of Texas, though. Yeah, you know the, street, the street nigga mentality, the gang mentality, the street nigga mentality, the drug dealer mentality, the hustler mentality falls in the streets. All that shit is detrimental to black people, man. Period. The image, self-image, the image that we 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 sign up for. Is killing our people. Like we voluntarily sign up for these roles, bro. And that's why you see the black kids nowadays, the black men, that's why it's so easy for them to emasculate black men. Because yeah. most of these black men fathers are in jail or in the grave. And that's why when you don't have no father figure in the house, it's either two ways with the black man. You it got three, it's three ways. Because <clears throat> a lot of a lot of kids make it out, but mm -hmm. majority of them is jail or the graveyard. Majority of black men on the face of this earth in the United States got a felony before they even twenty one, yeah. or they got a misdemeanor on a jacket before they twenty one. Yeah, that is an effort and a strategy to destroy you, so you won't be able to get a job, a real career job. And Think about this, though, bro. Now, now they got prisons that have cell phones in them, TVs in them. Got dudes actually doing like they've been had TVs. They've been had TVs. But but what I'm saying is now they're showing their Facebook pages, their Instagram page. So it's they're glorifying jail. So now people are cool with going because now it's just like being home. 
it's just and, it's, it's not and it's so, so much. sad. It's yeah, so sad it, because it, they it, don't it, know it, once it, they get behind that wall, they don't know they like a they like a product. You you are like cattle. You are like a horse. Yeah, they feed you. They feed you like a horse. They give you mail at the top of the box, and they put the water in your bucket at, at the bottom of the at the bottom of the cell. You are like a cattle, an animal, and you know what? My ten years in there, yo, dog, man. The things I've seen in my life, the scene I've witnessed in my life, yo, man. I witnessed grown men, yo, and, and a lot of these people, they don't, they don't, they don't break this down. Yo, at night when you hear grown men crying in the middle of the night because their mama died, their kid died, or their wife left them, or their wife just don't want to be with them no more, or their kids just don't want to come see them no more. Nobody, they just abandoned them. They feel like, yo, you went there, you put yourself in there, and you left us out here. We don't want nothing to do with you. I didn't hear grown men cry at night, man. I didn't see grown men kill themselves, man. And these people, they get on these platforms and they don't tell these kids the truth. They don't tell these kids what goes down in there. Men, grown men getting raped. They don't tell these dudes what goes down in there, man. They don't tell how dudes get stabbed and, and, and you get your whole face carved off. They don't tell you how police will kill you and take you off the count. They don't tell you these shits, man. I watch dudes hang themselves. I watch dudes set themselves on fire and paint themselves with shit because they psychologically they couldn't deal with it no more. It was breaking them down to the core where they couldn't handle it. I've it's watched like an, it. It's like an animal in cage, bro. But 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 then you have these dudes that get on these platforms and they and the things that they say, man, it, it's it, it, yo, man, it, it just irks me so much because I'd be like, yo, damn, if you've been through, if you've seen what I've seen. And you've been where I've been. You wouldn't want to tell these kids that, man. You wouldn't want them to leave, run down them lanes, man. You wouldn't want that. I had one dude tell me, man, and I used, me and him used to be cool. We ain't cool no more. He tells me, yo, five. I be wanting my kid to listen, my son listen to your podcast and all that. But, you know, you be talking, you be talking a lot of crazy stuff, man. You be, you be doing, nigga, I can't have my son listen to the nigga word or all that. I can't have my son listen to that, man. You know, you gotta change the you gotta change the way you talk. And he was a hater. He really was a hater because he's a rapper. And all his raps is killing this nigga, bang this nigga, shoot this nigga, sling this drug, murder everything. Ah, ah, ah. And that's what he let his son listen to. See, we as black people, a lot of us are hypocritical. Hypocrites. We are so hypocritical. That is, it's crazy, man. We'll sit there and we'll say, yo, the white man is doing this to us, or they're killing us, or they're doing this. They, they, they. But then we know who's doing all the killing in the neighborhood. We know who's doing all the shooting in the neighborhood. We know Big Mel got all the drugs and distributing all the drugs in the community, fucking up everybody, mom and daddy, sisters and daughters, granddaddies and grandfathers, uncles and aunts. And we see it. And we laugh and we sit back, yo, he getting money, he getting money. But yet we see year after year our community is deteriorating to the ground. And cops come through and they shoot us. Bow, 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 bow. But then we sit there and these black people talking about no justice, no peace. And I be seeing some of these same dudes that be saying that. They be glorifying the big niches. They be glorifying the, 
the rich porters, they be glorifying the cocaine cowboys. They be glorifying the free, the, 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 the freeway. Rick Ross, um, Rick Ross, free, freeway Rick Ross, they be glorifying these dudes. And I be sitting back and I be like, wow. Like, the, the, the leaders and the, the people that teach us is the ones who keep us down, man. My thing is, they need to clean YouTube with all these leaders, man. You heard? Yeah. Black people what? need to start focusing on other things. Yo, you you can't sit around and just allow certain things to go down for so long and blame the white man. Yeah. Yo, and, and Islam is the same. And Islam, Allah says, Allah doesn't change the conditions of a people until they change the conditions of themselves. If you don't change the condition of yourself, how you expect somebody to change the condition for you, especially God? You can't put it to the sky. Right. It's just like like how how you expect somebody to respect your people if you don't even respect yourself. That's the problem. Like I said, bro, it goes back to the point of identity crisis. Imagine that, bro. Just imagine you not knowing who the fuck you are. Just imagine if you woke up tomorrow. You had a long-ass talk with your mom. And your mom told you what's really going on, who you really are, where you really came from. And you forty something years old. You could you couldn't imagine the thought of knowing a reality to set in if it wasn't who you are today. See what I'm saying? That's huh? what we're going through as a people, bro. That's why it's so important that we stick to our kids. That's why it's so important that we do wellness checks. Even if we have problems where our kids don't want to listen or don't want to do this or we have issues with them, it's always important to let them know that you hear them, you care. Because if the streets and the social media is going to be their parents, what do they need us for? Yep. Because the streets will devour you, yo. The and we learned that. We, we learned that. We learned that growing up. So why would we want to put our offspring into that? Why would yeah. we want to put them in that place of being lost, of not knowing who they are or where they're going? The streets will take you and swallow you and spit you out like like nothing. The streets don't Straight care like about anybody. They just get Dirty people free, quick, free, free, free. My nigga, t-shirts and motherfucking R.I.P. shirts. Yeah. That's what that's what you get left behind, bro. And and when you die, the streets, your, all your homies, they're not the majority of them, they're not taking care of your family, they're not representing your name, wow. they're not coming to see you when you go to jail. None yeah. of that. No, for what? Huh? That's why when people say nigga, I'm 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 in these streets, like nigga, you gotta look at it like this though. If you so much in these streets, you're not doing nothing to prosper. You're not doing nothing to succeed. If you're in the streets, you have nothing else going for you. Who who wants to sit on that image? Who wants to carry that as a badge of honor? 
to seriously be like, I'm from the streets. What the fuck? What street, man? And then what's, why are you fighting for a street you don't even own, nigga? Your mom is renting some part of off this street. You don't, don't get own it, though. this street. You don't that, own see, the block you live on. They don't get it though. See, I, I didn't. I didn't get it either. You know, when I was in the, when I was in the streets and all that, I didn't get it at all either. It, it takes. It takes. You know, some people say, "Yo, you know, why you, why you, why you badging people that you know in the streets and why you badging this?" It ain't that I'm badgering. It ain't. I ain't bashing them. I because where I came from, I came from where they come from. Granted, you know what I'm saying. But my thing is this is that. It ain't about me attacking people in the streets or me attacking the street nigga mentality. It's about, they say, yo, why don't you just teach a person instead of teaching? Yo, we we are in a point where it has to be somebody has to stand up and say, you know what? Enough is enough. We tried doing it this way. We try to be the real nigga. We try to be the real this. We try to be that. We try to do everything. We try to do this. We Every way we try, it doesn't work. It's not working. Our communities are getting worse and worse and worse and worse. It needs to be somebody to stand up and say, "I, right, you, 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 you do, you, homie, you, 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 you. You have to be removed from our community. You have to be exiled. We have to wake the people up to the point where we, so they could see, not only as a white man, but they also see, also see Masses weapon of destruction, the nigga in our community, the ones that's destroying our communities, that's stopping our growth. It ain't the policeman who's stopping our growth. The policeman, majority of them are stupid. They put in our community to keep us in control and oppressed. I'm right? gonna tell you, yeah, I'm gonna tell on, you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They Go kept ahead. in our community to keep us down and oppressed. White supremacy. Is put in our it, it put keep their foot on our neck and they keep us they keep our people ignorant so they can stay in power because they know once we rise up we're gonna take over the world now now listen another thing is this is that they use the nigger to keep us down and we as a people we have to wake up and realize that yo a lot of these people who say they for us or say they with us or not. Subconsciously, they are damaging us. They think they with us because they lost themselves. I hear some of these woke, woke, so-called woke dudes. When I hear what they speak, I hear something come out their mouth. I say, yeah, he woke, but he still, he still got the savage mentality. When you denounce a certain type of life and you change your host, you denounce all of it. When you hear Malcolm X speak, Malcolm X ain't say, you know, uh, you know, we have to black people have to come together and we have to do this and we have to do that. You know, he didn't say that. Malcolm X ain't say that. You feel what I'm saying? He never said that. You never hear him glorifying his past life of what he did. If he spoke of it in his book, but you never hear him glorify it. And that's what we need to do as a people. We need to get rid of masses' weapon of destruction, the nigger. You know what I'm saying? Real shit. And on that, on that note, listen, we're going to wrap this up, man. It was a great talking with you, brother. And we're going to do this again yeah. on Hardcore Point of Views. Thank you for calling. And um, Thanks for having us. 
And definitely, we're going to do it again, all right? Yeah, for sure, bro. All right. Tell the people where they can find you at. Uh, I'm 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 not really uh easily found. Uh, I pop in and out uh with the podcast thing, but I'm more I'm more of like a, a strategic mover. So you'll you'll catch me when you catch me though. All right, brother. Thank you for calling. Thank you for tuning in on Hardcore Point of Views. All right.